All right, welcome to Old School, everybody. Jake Uger, Ben Manquist. Look at this, Vic DiVitetto's back. Uh, he was on with me recently. We did an interview. He's, uh, you might know him as the mad ranter from New York <laughs> that ranted about the uh, coronavirus stimulus bill, which is an excellent, excellent rant, worthy of the Young Turks, even better. Uh, that's uh, got millions upon millions of views online. Uh, so, uh, today we're going to talk to Vic a little bit uh, about uh, his background a little bit too, which is what we do with everybody, uh, where he grew up and all that stuff. Uh, but mainly we'll be talking about nonsense, as we always do. So, uh, what age are you in your head? I love that topic. Uh, my wife and I discovered that we are decades apart uh, in, in our heads. So, uh, are people generally happy uh, or miserable or somewhere in, in between we might do some coronavirus etiquette and uh and mold is it a real issue in america or is it overhyped these are obvious topics uh but you know it's old school um let me just say that uh, in regard to uh, first of all vic welcome um uh talk about nonsense the greatest thing that has happened to me today is the show starting because uh prior to that uh, vic and jenk were just naming towns in New Jersey the way people from New Jersey do. And uh, the, the, the conversation only ended because the show started. So I am uh, I'm eternally grateful that that is now over. <laughs> okay, so let me do two plugs here. Both towns in Jersey. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Rumson, have you guys been to Rumson? Oh, Rumson, uh, that's not an old town. That's, that's a lot of money town. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but that's where Springsteen lives, right? Which is, of course, what well, the end. Now he's in a Colts Neck. Colts Neck, right. It's another town you're going to hear. Yeah, yeah. Because Colts Neck's close to the test. Don't get us started, Ben. I know. It's my fault. My first, fault. I, made the, I had to make the Rumson joke. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vic, right. we had. Uh, we had I'm in Manalapin, which is the gateway to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> they right. they don't go to the temple, they go to Wegmans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that Wegmans is good in Manalpin. Oh, no yes. And they're really doing it good with this whole pandemic situation. They're doing a good job. I, I literally would go to the buffet at Wegmans at a at a grocery store to eat lunch. Well, you ain't going to go to buffets for a long time, believe me. Even when this thing stops, it's going to... They got the sneeze shields now. Imagine what they're going to do in the future. Yeah. You probably no, need a no. hazmat suit just to get the potato salad. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, it, uh, Trump is calling something the invisible enemy. I don't know if he's calling the coronavirus the invisible enemy or if he's calling China the invisible enemy, although I'm pretty sure that China's visible. Um, but he also thought the F-35 was invisible, like literally to the naked eye. But the real invisible enemy is how long we're going to be without buffets in this country. And, and I'm glad Vic brought that up because that's one of the principal problems with coronavirus for buffet-loving Americans such as myself, we're going to have to do, go without for a long, long time. That didn't really sink in until you just said it, Vic. And so uh, I think this is going to affect our conversation later about how happy people are in general. <laughs> okay. All right, let me do two quick plugs, guys. First of all, of course, Old School brought to you by ShopTYT.com, where you can get this great shirt. Um, if you can read this, uh, you're not See, Vic had to get closer to read it. Uh, I like that. Okay. So it's an excellent social distancing shirt. 
Um, uh, shoptyt.com. All right. And Vic's got a new comedy album that just came out, Working Class Zero. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, and hey. Sirius XM. Hi. I don't know why I paused between X and M. Uh, anyway, but check out Working Class Zero. Uh, Vic, I like... I know you got that nickname, and then the what is it? The comedy donkey. The donkey of comedy. The donkey of comedy. Plus, I'm doing it the hard way. I'm still, I'm still breaking my ass out here. You know, I'm doing this 35 years, and fortunately, this thing went viral during a pandemic. I mean, I if I could change it all and have my career back the way it was, I would give up that viral video. Believe me. Yeah, of course. And we talked about it during the interview because you got to go do stand-up and you How need a room. How has the pandemic affected your career? Well, all my, all my uh, uh, personal uh, appearances were canceled. All my live performances canceled. I'm talking about 1,600-seat theaters. Red Bank, the Count Basie Theater in Red Bank. The Borgata in Atlantic City. I mean, it's it's insane. I just The world just stopped. You know, it's not just me. It's Everybody's affected by this thing. Yeah. And, it's scary. I put on the news. It's it's one depressing story after the other. I told my wife, just don't even put the news on anymore. You know, well, we're taking this a day at a time. Yeah. Since I run a news network, I, I'm I'm going to say that's a bad idea. I think you should be watching news nonstop. Um, okay. And and secondly, uh, comics and and buffets are hurt worse than people realize. Uh, but the minute Vic told me in that interview. Or reminded me, hey, you know, all the comics, we we go and do stand-up in a crowded place. I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, you guys are all gone. Your work is... And then I remember, like, guys like uh, Alonzo uh, uh, Bodden, who's on the show all the time, he does cruises. That's gone, yeah. right? Yeah. And Ida's on the road nonstop. Ida Rodriguez, another comic that's on the show. Uh, you can't go on the road. It just goes... It's just devastation. And that might last longer than than other jobs that might come back a little quicker. So, yeah, those are the downsides. Well, they say necessity is the mother of invention. So now comics are going to start going on Zoom and doing the virtual comedy. And we'll see how that works. It's not going to be the same as a live audience. But, you know, we have no choice. Yeah. I, virtual laughs, probably not as good as actual laughs. No. Uh, but uh, All right, let, let's dive into one of our uh, fun stuff. So uh, I was talking to my wife and I realized, and I say this from time to time, I'm in my head, I'm 16. That's why I get along with the kids so well, because, uh, you know, I never grew up uh, in my head. I, I might be 50 but I, I don't feel 50. I feel 16. Yep. That's why I still think the fart jokes are a little funny, right? Yep. That's why, you know, and and my wife is exasperated by that. And then I said, well, don't you feel 16 in your head? And she's like, no, not at all. And I was like, oh, my God. I assumed everybody was 16 in their head. But that's just me. So I asked her, how old do you think you are in your head? And she said, 80. Wow. <laughs> Right. That is so I hot. Agree. I, I agree with you. How about that expression? Boys will be boys. You know, I I still feel like I'm 16, 17, a teenager. You know, I never felt better in my life mentally and physically, you know, up here and down there. Oh, well, good, good to know. Good to know. Uh, so, so we got two 16 year olds apparently here, Ben. How about you? What do you think? 
Uh, I basically uh, think that I am uh, uh, I am my age. Uh, so, you know, I feel 39. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yes, of course. No, I just, I mean, the degree to which, and I love Wendy, I love your wife, the degree to which it would bum me out to hear that my wife thought of herself as 80. I mean, it's a little crushing. Yeah, that's... <laughs> no, no, we, we, we balance each other out. Uh, but you should see the dinner table where I'm goofing around with the kids about poop and this and that, and she's looking at us like, "Yep." And God forbid I let one loose. Forget it. I'm on the. I'm on the. <laughs> can I curse? Yes, on this show you can. I'm on the list. If I if I fought, I got to get up. I listen to this. We have a cat, and I I you know I'm at that age. I I got to pee in the middle of the night. And then once I, I get up like three in the morning to pee, she says, don't get up because then the cat's going to get up and start jumping on. So what do you want me to do? Pee in bed? <laughs> you want to wear the pens? I got to pee. What do you want from me? Don't get up. Don't get up. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, hook up a catheter. I'll pee in a catheter. What, what do you, I got to go. <laughs> yes, from time to time, uh, all spouses and, and women could do a similar show with complaints about us. Have uh, have unreasonable demands. Well, you know, for me, my wife is joking around about this all the time with her friends, uh, and we talked about it on Old School before. Uh, I think the smallest things uh, that I do around the house is heroic. Uh, I so I started hashtag Would a Hero, right? So I was telling Ben on a previous show. You know, I finished up some mayonnaise there was a little bit of mayonnaise left and i finished it up and i was like would a hero finish the mayonnaise i don't know it's not for me to say uh and and it's because my wife hates having a little bit of something left around right and for me that's like like we had lunch outside in the backyard yesterday we kind of did a picnic it was it went great and i have a whole bunch of these little leftover snacks right and it drives her nuts to see those little leftover snacks but for me, I'm like, that's my buffet. And look, uh, the, all the real buffets are gone. So I got a little Debbie, half a De little Debbie snack. I got a third of a corn muffin uh, and and something my mom made. I'm like, that's it. That's my buffet. You got to let me have it. Um, and so, so the, and this morning, uh, she was going to throw out, uh, and because of the mold, which is another topic we're going to get to, she's obsessed with mold. She's going to throw out this tiny little piece of bread left at the end of the you know the the last piece of the of the roll or whatever. Yeah, and and I snuck it away to my room, or she banished it to my room more accurately. Um, and and this morning I ate it, and I was like, baby, would a hero eat the last piece of bread? Vic, you gotta understand that uh, this there it's every time every moment you spend with Shank and, and he and I have been friends for uh, for for more than twenty years now, close friends, and uh. uh it's not just that he would tell that mayonnaise story. It's that that mayonnaise story would get told, get basically the reaction it just got, and then he would bring it back the next week because he was just so pleased with it. And now it turns out there's a whole other level to it. There's a whole other bread angle to the story. Who could have seen eating the last piece of bread as being the sort of show-stopping material uh, as that mayonnaise bit? It's good stuff, Nick. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Did you bring that piece of bread up to bed with you? <laughs> no, no, no. This room that I'm in is a tiny little room uh, that, that's in the back of the house close to the kitchen. So this is my room. 
Yeah, the bedroom is her room. The other room is her room. See, I have a shed. That's where I go. My shed. That's where I go. Uh, Vic, you don't understand. Uh, they're 80 years old. They have separate bedrooms now. There you go. <laughs> so, Ben, seriously, what age are you yeah. in your head? Uh, I, I think I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I sort of, I loved, I hated turning 50. Um, so I, uh, I sort of like to think, I loved being a man in his 40s. I felt like I was getting stuff done. Um, so I like to still think of myself as, you know, 46, 47, but that's silly. I mean, I'm only six years away from that. So uh, I basically see myself as, as I am. It's not so bad. Yeah. What should I say? I'm going to be 60 years old next year. Is that right? Yeah, I'm 59. 50, uh, uh, no, I get how that works. <laughs> the, uh, uh, 50, it blew. Like, I was into every age I turned until uh, until 50, which just sort of, uh, it stopped being fun. I had the same birthday as my daughter, who's young. She's seven. And so, like, you know, it's happy day. She turned four. It's her fourth birthday, and I turned 50, and it was uh, it was brutal. Well, that's one, that's one good thing. I'm 59, my son is 33, and my daughter is 25. See, me and my wife, we got married at 22. And not because we had to get married. You know, the first couple of years, I kind of regretted it. But as the marriage went on, it's pretty cool. I got a 33-year-old son I can hang out with. I, I smoke pot with my daughter. It's, it's great, man. So do I. I also smoke pot with my daughter. It's, yeah. it's great. My, I mean, it's Cal it's California. My, daughter, my daughter was a pastry chef. She's very creative. One night I come home from a show, she made a bong out of an apple. So I come <laughs> in the backyard, I smoke the weed. I'm like, Victoria, what are you doing? What about the name? Sorry, Dad, you caught me. I'm smoking weed. Didn't you smoke weed? I'm like, is Mommy still sleeping? <laughs> I need to this. So she showed me, you got to cover the hole and... The thing is, I got high with my daughter, but I got the munchies. I ate the apple. <laughs> she, would, she would talk to me for a month because I ate her bong. <laughs> well, that's going to be the title of her book, When when Daddy Ate My Bong. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, don't you get high. Don't ever get high before you take a shower. One night, I stayed at the shower head for 45 minutes. I didn't, oh even, I didn't even turn the water on. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some of my best epiphanies uh, high in the shower, so I actually highly recommend it. Um, yeah, we've all been, uh, uh, many of us have uh, uh, been with Jank when Jank is in that situation, and it's uh, it's fun no, for a little not bit. in the shower, exactly. You've been in the shower with him? <laughs> yeah, sure, obviously we've. Well, I told you we're friends, Vic. Come on. Um, well, is, Vic. I, I mean, you gonna not go shower with a guy after twenty years? Yeah. Like, what kind of what kind of friends do you have, Vic? You don't shower with them? Jesus. Not that that's a bad thing. <laughs> no, of course not. I tried uh, showering with my wife. Oh, what a production that turned out to! Oh my God. Oh, this isn't working. I'm gonna get infected. It's making a funny noise, and there's no lubrication. I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Just go out. I'll dry off. I'll meet you in the bedroom. I'm trying to spice up the marriage here. <laughs> so you were saying, Ben, uh, you've been with me. In the oh yeah, Jank, Jank, Jank High is uh, is great for a little bit, and then uh, it's the kind of guy you want to have at your show, Vic, because then Jank just starts laughing and does not stop until about two hours later when he says, I got to go to bed. <laughs> After two hours of laughing nonstop, you don't know what he's laughing. And he's not just laughing. He is. It's like one continuous laugh. 
<laughs> Which is, uh, look, man, uh, my theory, and, and I'm sure it's actually not my theory, is that uh, that marijuana uh, accentuates your personality traits, right? Uh, and I'm sure a lot of things do that. Uh, but I think weed does that. And so uh, I'm generally a happy person who uh, likes to savor things, who likes to enjoy things, and uh, and who loves to laugh. So when I get high, I can't stop laughing. Which, hey, man, that's not such a bad thing, right? No, no, no. Especially at a comedy club. I wish more people would laugh like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I the other day, I became convinced that Joe Biden uh, is praises his wife too much i'll i'll clean it up a little bit um uh, like in his little short bio at the end of op-eds it's like two sentences long the dude's running for president and half of it is proud husband to jill dr jill biden blah 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 like all right dude we got it you're laying out a little thick right <laughs> and every like event like oh my god dr jill Biden, i got it dude i got it i got it anyway so uh okay so now let's go to the uh we're getting through these topics uh we got one through one in 17 minutes we're going way faster than we normally do um so uh that leads me to actually to the happiness topic i think my wife and i were having a, a dispute over this too um because i was explaining to her that i'm one of the most successful people on earth and she said <laughs> she had the temerity to disagree Huh. Already weird. Um, and I said, look, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm nowhere near the richest, obviously. We could use help there, right? Uh, I'm nowhere near the best looking, could use help there, etc. But I enjoy uh, things much more than the average bear does. Uh, so like this cake that I'm eating, I, I enjoy it so much more than anyone else. And that's really the point of life is to get the most out of life. And hence, I'm the most successful. She's like, hold on, let me get this right. She looks at my gut. She knows our bank account. She's like, but you're the most successful because you like cake. She's like, I got news for you. We all like cake. Okay. <laughs> Is it a little piece of cake that's saved with the mayonnaise? Uh, no, but it was a little piece of cake. Uh, that's had nothing to do with the mayonnaise, but it was hazelnut cake. Ooh. That is delicious. Okay, unreal. And I have it sometimes with a little banana on the side. Hello. Okay, I'm not saying I'm the most successful. I'm just saying. Um, so that led me to the question, though. How happy do you guys think people generally are? Like, are people, like, generally pretty happy with life, you guys think? Or are people generally miserable? Because it was at the same time as we were watching a, like some sort of infomercial or interview with Gwyneth Paltrow, and they were talking about how, you know, you gotta do something, zap this or that, and electrolytes this or that, because everybody's always miserable, but if you do this, then you won't be miserable anymore. And so, I, what's your guys' experience? I think, I think people are generally miserable, especially now what's going on. I mean, just go on any social, Comment anything on Facebook or YouTube. It's always negativity and hatred and people, they complain about everything. You know, it's, I think people are generally miserable. I mean, me, I'll tell you, I won't only tell you that the, gla the glass is half full. I'll tell you what's in it doesn't even taste right. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do you what do you think, Ben? I think that uh, you know, uh, I think circumstance plays a significant role, obviously. But I think basically life is hard and uh, we don't we're not really fully equipped to navigate it. And, you know, like every generation has felt like things have sped up for them. But the last 50 years, last 25 years, there's been nothing like it. And it's really hard to keep up. Yep. And then we've added this uh, the anxiety. Forget what we're dealing with right now, but adding social media which just seemed to transform pretty quickly from this great tool for us to communicate into this sort of insidious bastard that will add anxiety to every moment of your life. Now, obviously, that's my world, uh, so it might not be everybody else's, but it's hard to navigate life, hard to navigate relationships, hard to navigate children. Uh, so you have to like be incredibly sort of, I don't know, emotionally advanced uh, to have this sort of emotional intelligence uh, uh, to navigate it successfully. And most of us uh, don't have it, so myself included. So that makes it hard. I wish I had your vocabulary. Yeah, I'm not sure I used most of those words right, just for the record. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm not the crazy one uh, because my, my wife was saying, yeah, what's the big deal? Everybody's happy. But I don't think that's the case. No. Uh, I, I, yeah, my, my general sense is that most people are not happy. Uh, and it's ironic because she's a therapist, and that's what keeps therapists in business. People don't generally go to therapists going, hey, man, you're never going to believe this. I'm ecstatic. I just wanted to share it with someone. <laughs>